0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on SherDog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and today we are looking ahead to the one on Prime Video 14 stamp versus ham card, which goes down in the Singapore Indoor Stadium in Singapore on September the 29th. And it again is is what you expect. From one championship cards as an interim Adam Wade MMA World Championship fight in the main event. There is some Muay Thai, there's some submission grappling. There are, there's actually, there's a custom rules fight on this as well, which I'm very interested in. Um, And there are some of your favorites. You know, Edward Feilang is on the card. Uh, Stephen O'Man is on the card against John Lineker what a scrap that is, um, so we'll talk about all of that, I think it's, look, it's a massively interesting time, I, I've spoken about it last week before the the Bellator card and that uh, preview and, you know, with PFL doing their thing and Bellator obviously in the state of flux, one championship are really the um, the outsiders I suppose to the American market that are really making a drive into it obviously with this card again going to be on uh, on Amazon Prime and with the new deal on Amazon Prime which I spoke about the last time I think it's a really really interesting time for, for one championship because they have, they have a good in there and they have some good fighters they've been on some good fights and they do they do different things as well as, uh, you know, the, the custom rules fight coming up here, the, the Muay Thai, the kickboxing, the uh, the grappling. They have a bit they have a bit of everything. And as we've spoken about many times before on these preview shows for one and the review shows for one as well, it, it just makes them a little bit different. And the reason I say that this time is a little bit different from wh- why I normally say it because I feel like there's a real fight on now for... You know, well, the USC or what the USC are, but between Bellator, between PFL, between even Cage Wars and KSW, tried a few more for for the, I suppose the viewers. You know, and I, I, I years ago, I think a lot of this would be maybe for relevance, but I feel like all of these promotions are really relevant whether they're in their areas or to, like, a large group of people. I think it's a, re- like it's a really good time for MMA if you're a fan that wants to see more than the UFC. Look, if you're a fan that just wants to see the UFC, it's always there for you. But if you want to delve a little bit more in, if you want to see, you know, a, a, you see a clip of Stampin', like, okay, I'm going to you know, watch our next fight. you see, oh, I remember John Linderker, I want to watch him. Or, you know, there's, there's people in other promotions the exact same, but obviously we're t- uh, concentrating on one championship today. It's a great time for that. But also, those people, like, say, they one championships, the PFLs, they will want to kind of win that battle. And, you know, that makes it good for the fans because, like, to win that battle, you put on the better fights. You, you, you know, you're drawing the more people, you have the better deals, and now you pay them more money. Great for the fans, great for the sport, great for the, the fighters. And, uh, yeah, I think it's sometimes, you know, we can get a bit negative, myself included, you know, and mixed martial arts. But I think it's. It's a damn good time for mixed martial arts. A damn good time for it, and uh, I'm excited to uh, to see what the future holds. It, you know, sometimes we talk about MMA, and it's always like um, the future is almost the long term future. But I think the short term, middle term future of MMA is it's probably as exciting in terms of like what's going to happen over the next while than it's ever been. You know, maybe apart from when the you know the, the maybe the purchase of Force and, and uh, even before that with with, uh, with Pride, but even with that, there are so many different organizations at the moment doing different things. It's a fascinating time for me, and as someone who's obviously been covering ONE and PFL and Bellator and all, as well as the UFC over the last few years, I feel like I've, I'm in a very interested blaze at the moment. It's like I I I I could I, I'm watching this flux. Go on and and analysing it as it goes. And I'm like, we're uh, we're moving here to a rate of knots that maybe we don't even understand. To be honest, and um, it's brilliant. It's brilliant to see. Look, and one being on Prime Video is a massive part of that. And they have another card coming up here uh, at the weekend. Let's um, let's get into it and let's talk about the card because it's it's a damn interesting one. Let's let's start with uh, the, the main event: um, Stamp versus Sohi Ham. Um, for the, obviously, uh, interim Adam West, uh championship. And I love the fact that they have made this, uh, you know, we, we see the rise of women's sport laid by MMA, if we're being honest, over the last few years. But the fact that the four um, uh, big fights on this in four different disciplines on the main card are all, you know, four different women's fights. That's absolutely fantastic. You know, we have, obviously, the, the fight I'm going to talk about here, um, you know, the Muay Thai fight between uh, Samia Sundell uh, and uh, Helen Rodriguez as well for the, you know, the destroyer the Muay Thai World Championship, you know, this is an MMA show, so I'm, I'm not going to delve into that as much, we'll talk about that in the, the review show, but... I'm sure that's going to be a banger as well. Danielle Kelly is probably one of the biggest names in submission grappling at the moment. She's taking on Jessica Khan as well. And then we will speak more in a, in a few minutes about the uh, the special rules between the champ, uh, 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 Zhang Nang and uh, and Wondergram. Um It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant to see. It's brilliant that one championship are doing this. It's brilliant that... Uh, you know, it's it's obviously been a setting that they wanted to do for a while and now they're doing it. It's it's fantastic to see. And, you know, let's let's I suppose concentrate on the main event first, having said that, I think it's it, it's 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 a risky fight, right? That has so much reward because and, and why why do I say it's a risky fight? I think one championship, as they should, view Stamp as like a future star. We've seen, you know, we've seen it with, um, with the Lees, with Angela Lee. She's been fantastic. We've seen it, you know, with even people say say like a oh man, like a fire long and all all of, you know, the the people you would tune in for to watch a one championship. I think they've done a really good job, but to get that kind of that, you know, the Angela Lee type of star. I I think Stamp could be that next person. I've said that for a good while, right? And the risk I'm talking about here is you're putting in her against um, uh, Soya Ham, who is a very, very, very good fighter. She hasn't lost since the UFC loss in 2016. She's won, what, nine fights since that. Uh, beating some of the best people in one, champ- one championship as well Like Hirata Denisa Mwanga last time out uh, Miyu Yamamoto Jinnyu Frey uh, You know, before she came into the, um, uh, the The fold, I suppose, at one championship Just been on an absolutely fantastic run And, we, we you know, we'll talk about the fight in a second We'll talk about how well-rounded uh, and, and what way the fight might go But I suppose To put Stamp in there against uh, Ham is a big uh, risk, but as I said, the reward if she beats her and takes away that, and she's not going to take it away, but to to end that nine fight winning streak would be absolutely massive, and it would show the level Stamp has now gotten to, if she has gotten to that level, and you know, we we won't know until the, the fight actually happens and all that, but... It'd be absolutely massive. And for Stampin', the other side of it, like she just, she oozes Star Potential. You know, she's a very good fighter, uh, an exciting fighter, but also, you know, she does the the, the fun walkout, the dancing, and she, you know, she talks afterwards, and she's willing to have the custom fights. Um, She's willing to do it all. She's stepping in there against Angela Lee. You know, what, only... Ten or eleven fights into her career, or something like that. It's it's been a roller coaster time, a real roller coaster time. You know, I, I I think the story goes that kind of Rich Franklin saw her, brought her into the um the Warrior Series. She won that knockout in nineteen seconds, and that was only in two thousand and eighteen. Like, and then maybe only two thousand and eighteen. It's five years, um, and I I I, re- I you know, you look at her two losses, and obviously they're both by choke, but she's improved so much. In that time, you know, she even got um, uh, an armbar submission of her own in, in the middle of that. And she now has reached a stage where I think she needs to take up that mantle, right? And you almost have to put her into a matchup like this to test her again. She got that test against Angela Lee back in 2022. She lost she's won two since, now comes the test again, to see if now she's ready, now if she can take that superstar, now if she can go to the next level, and it's really exciting to see, it's really exciting to see, because I I just wonder if she can, because uh, Soya Ham is, is so good, like, and the matchup itself, you know, if you watch Stamp, she's all about I would say pace with power, but more pace, you know. And and when I say pace, I mean, oh, speed more than pace. I think the speed of her shots, the way she kicks to the body. You know, I mentioned that big head kick. Um, She's very good at landing the right hand and covering space quickly so that a right hand that wouldn't normally land, she can land it because she's so fast. Um, and then she's her feet are so fast to get away as well. It's brilliant because that that's one big improvement I think I've seen in her game in the last while. Her ability to kind of step away after landing shots so she doesn't one get punched and two get taken down. That has been a real, real, real big improvement in her game. Um, I think the kind of you know having a mixed rules fight. I think she was supposed to have a, well, she was supposed to have a kickboxing match in the middle or a Muay Thai match in the middle of it as well. Um. I think initially, maybe that's not the best thing in the world to do, because I watched her in one of them, and maybe it was an old uh, Muay Thai fight I watched her in, she fights much differently, or she fought much differently in Muay Thai than she does in in mixed martial arts, a lot, you know, I I use the word speed there, a lot slower, but there's a reason she fought slower. You know, it's a, it's a tactical reason, obviously, which I'm sure she could explain <laughs> rather than me have to do it, but it, it's just, that's the way it was. And when you're kind of moving between, or, or even, you know, you have one, you're supposed to have one be fight, you have a custom rules fight, it is it can take you out of your game a little bit so hopefully this is now like you not stick to MMA but you know what I mean do the big MMA fights and I think at this time in her career she needs to do that like if you're Demetrius Johnson or someone or, or you know or John Lineker or whoever it might be absolutely um but I think for Stamp it's MMA 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 and she needs to do that and I think over the last two fights she has shown those improvements when you do that. The first fight, maybe not her best performance, but last fight she looked very good and back to her best. Um, and she'll need to be. You know, Soya Ham is a fast paced southpaw, good takedown defense. But she's she's one of these fighters who I love watching tactically because she fights very differently, I think, in, you know, past round two than she does in round one and maybe the start of round two. Um, I said she's good takedown defense, but she f- almost fights so open at times early that it it's only good takedown defense up to a point. Now, not that Stamp is going to go in and take her down or anything like that. Although, do you know what? I don't think it to be the biggest mistake if she did threaten at least with a takedown early. Um, having said that, so is very good in transitions. When she gets on top, she's good as well. Lovely elbows. Um... But she's a real... Do you know what she is to me? She's a cyclone fighter. She brings the storm early. And she almost... It's not that people... You know, people have to weather the storm, right? She People do have to weather the storm. Because if you get caught up in it, you're going to get blown away, <laughs> you know? Um, But once that kind of cyclone ends, she turns into like a more of a square striker. And I've talked about this before in, in previous previews. But, you know, she... In 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 the, start of the fight, she stretches. She fights longer in terms of where she's throwing her strikes from. She will go at it a lot more. But then she as, she, as I said, after that square striker shortens her jab, and then she allows people almost to fight her at a range or inside a range. And I think, I think that is going to be an issue against Stamp, because if you look, if you bring the cyclone, if you bring the storm for the for for the whole fight. Uh, I think it'll be tough enough for Stamp, but is it possible to bring that cardio-wise for the whole fight? It's going to be very tough. Let's be honest, no, no matter who it is, it's very, very, very tough to continue at that pace. Um. So I think when it gets to a point where Zoe Hamm has kind of slowed down a little bit and is fighting that range, that's where Stamp... Needs to really take over. She needs to use her jab. She needs to use those leg kicks. She needs to use those high kicks. She needs to use that speed to win the fight. If I'm, you know, if you're Stamp here, you kind of have to be thinking, um, you know, and this is obviously going to be five rounds as well. And, you know, it's fought as, uh, it's judged as a whole, and it's not judged round by round, but you're almost thinking, like, don't take too much in the first round or two, and then bring it on in rounds, you know, three, four, and five. And I think if she does that, she can win. I really do think if she does that, she can win. But I'm really interested to see what the tactical, um, I suppose, grounding is for Soyam. Um, if she's going to adjust her game, maybe she's going to wrestle a little bit more. Maybe, like... Maybe against stamp you're you look you are definitely better off being all the way out or all the way in, but that's not really the way she fights you know definitely not initially, but even after you know the second part of her game where she adjusts, she does like to fight a range battle. she does like to fight it, kind of not necessarily in the pocket trading but like in the pocket as a tactical um kickboxer match and that's not where you want to be against stamp so I'm interested. Like, uh, I'm I'm going to lean as my pick towards uh, Soyham. I'm I'm definitely leaning there, but I would not at all be surprised if 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 they both fight the way they normally fight. I think Stamp can do it, but I do think Soyham has the ability to change things up. Uh, maybe get a few takedowns, which could be big. Uh, But at at the same time as having the fight is scored as a whole, you just never know. And with Stamp's power. And with her quickness, Dark Fight could quickly change. So I'm massively looking forward to that. And I um I can't wait to see how it goes. I can't wait to see how it goes. And as I mentioned, the um the four fight, four discipline uh women's main card is gonna be fantastic. Uh the other fight I want to talk about is um uh is Xin Yang against uh, Wonder Girl and you know this so the rules let me i have the rules written down here i went and got them so it is three by three minute rounds um punches all punches are allowed no knees no kicks no elbows four rounds. gloves and a 10 point must system right so not fight isn't scored as a whole so basically what, you, what we have here is a boxing match but we can kind of throw spinning f- fists and you can throw back fists and things like that um and it's, it's a striking match, obviously. So I, I don't... It says striking match. So I don't believe there are any takedowns either. You know, maybe that, maybe that should have been the rule. But I, I think that's it. Um, I, like, I watched Wonder Girl. And she's a very good fighter. Very good striker all around. Uh, and look, we've seen Jin Yang, who is... You know, as an MMA fighter, I think she has, especially in the last two fights, gone to a level... Over and above where she has reached, even as a uh, you know, even though she had reached championship level before that, her I suppose her cadence in the fight, um, her output has just become so much better, and her tactics as well. Now, this is obviously a special rules matchup, and it's basically a boxing match. Um, she's a very good boxer and boxes very well early. And you know, there's always a case And I've mentioned it before Maybe it's a thing where she doesn't want to Kind of maybe blow herself out But this is only three, three minute rounds It's at a di- Again, the cadence, I'll use that It's a different cadence A different fight Um, And I wonder how she fights that Because Wonder Girl Is used to fighting You know, the Mai tai, Which is, you know Three, three rounds Or, you know um, three, uh, Five, three minute rounds Or whatever it might be And we've seen You know, I remember talking to Was it Regan Ersan after one of the fights, you know, and it's something we don't really see in MMA where people plan for, uh, the pace. Usually MMA is kind of is just go out and fight type of thing. But in kickboxing, in, in striking, in Mai Tai, they do, you know, I'll okay I'll take the first round off I'll see how it goes. And then I'll up the pace and up the pace. Uh, and maybe that'll be the one advantage that Wonder Girl has here. Um... So I think no, I might lean just towards her in that one because of that um, As I said I think Daniel Kelly will probably win as well And uh, I, don't know, I don't know about the, the first one I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Sundell To win that one I'll, 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 I'll go with the Europeans to win it um, On the undercard then Talk about the MMA fights There are a couple of Mai Thai bouts on it as well uh, Sin Samud is fighting Dmitry uh, Minishkov at lightweight uh, That should be a fun one And in the Bantamweight division Asatin Pau Is fighting Ramabolek. Um So yeah Those are the the Muay Thai bouts And then There are four other MMA bouts on the card Which are uh, Do you know what They're all They're all pretty much Bangers If if we're being honest Um First of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about John Lineker against uh, against Stephen Lawman. My notes here—I've just written down John Lineker. <laughs> you know, this John Lineker discuss, but um, look, we all know what John John Lineker is. That last fight, um, honestly, and and this is my, and this might be a bit harsh, but it's not that I was writing off John Lineker's career here, but. You know, you're 46 fights into your career. You're, you're 33 years of age, but you're about as old as 33 is, as there is out there with the amount of damage you've put on you. You know, you've lost to Fabricio Andrade only a few months beforehand. You know, and you had that no contest in a fight, you were losing before that as well. You're fighting Wong Kim, who hits hard, who was taking you down, who was making the fight really tough on you. And with four seconds left, you unleash on him and you knock him spark out. And you, no, not, not necessarily rescue your career or anything like that. You know, he'd only lost one fight. I don't want to get overboard about it. But, you know, it was a massive, massive win. And what's mad here is it's... Um, it's only—it's not—is it even two months? It's not even two months. Uh, August and now it's September. Still the end of September. Here he's fighting again. Um, like he took a bit of damage. He didn't take a lot, but turn around that quickly uh, is a little bit surprising, I would say. But we'll see if it'll work out for him or or if it won't. Obviously, fighting Stephen Laman who has been around a long time as well, 31 years of age, 18 fights deep in his career, and he's won a lot of fights uh, in a row, hasn't lost since 2016, you know, he's beaten the likes of Mark Abelardo, Uh, my guy Franz Malambo, you know, who is a really good fighter, and we'll see the fighting this weekend as well, beating Bibiano Fernandez, but hasn't fought since... um, since 2022, you know, only had a couple of fights in 2022, one fight in 2021, and it was 2019 before that. So in the last four years, he's only had three fights, uh, which, uh, which may be an issue. But look, for Steve Laman, a similar sort of thing watching his fights to, to, to Lineker, honestly. He throws those hooks. Um, he throws power. He fights out of the southpaw a little bit different. Obviously, he's a kind of rounded guard. You never know where he's going to lead from almost. You know, I call him a southpaw, but um, he, you know, he can switch stances. Johnny reminds me a a little bit of, and I've said this before, I think, he reminds me of like McGregor, uh, the more recent McGregor, where he's kind of staying static in the middle and throwing his power and kind of like, you know, he's kind of like moving the arms and boom, moving the arms, boom. Type of thing. Um, that's a dangerous, dangerous game against against John Lineker. Um, you're going to have to be defensively very sound. Like, I do think it's going to be the start of the fight that Lowman is winning. But Lineker will always be in a chance. Exactly like the last fight. My pick is, is Lowman. I think Lowman will win it, but it's a da- dangerous fight. Dangerous, dangerous fight. And I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I think there's going to be some mad exchanges. Lowman will... Um, try to be the faster, the more better the Well, how we put it? The, the better defensive fighter, if you want to put it that way In a very offensive move <laughs> and, and try to win the fight that way And uh, I think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be a banger And I'm really looking forward to, uh, to seeing it Another one as well, which I think is going to be really good Is Edward Fyalong Lightweight against uh, Amir Khan uh, Fyalong, again, power, power, power uh, big leg kicks um, You know he almost throws The leg kicks to keep a- uh, to keep Active um, He doesn't throw it loads But when it does it hurts And then he comes in quick He throws his spin and elbows He throws his wheel kick He's a step in side kick He likes to keep the distance uh, Stay on the outside And then do all those things Which I just mentioned But he has a takedown in there as well He can definitely throw in a takedown uh, Amir Khan then on the other side If he's He's tall He's snappy with his kicks, he's a long boxer, very fast with the strikes, after he's kind of slow, so he fights in, in sports, not not necessarily in sports, but he fights in, um, you know, I'll use that word cadence again, it's a weird cadence, like slow, 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 fast, you know, um, he's very open to a leg kick, um, which is not a great thing against someone like Firelang who he kicks very, very hard. Um, American can also try a, a a takedown. Um, you know the, the one big issue I have with him is he he can be a bit kick heavy, especially head kick heavy, and it puts him in lots of clinches. Now he is good in the clinch, um, so that's one thing. But if you got kick heavy with fireline, you could be in big big trouble, big big trouble. So I I find it hard to pick a winner of this one. To be honest, I think both of them are going to uh, are going to be swinging hard. Both of them. Are gonna be trying to hurt the other lad, I think someone's probably getting knocked out. Like Feilang, it's a massive fight as well, considering he's lost what is it five in a row now at this stage. Like Amir Khan has lost three of his last five, so it's not as if he's in a massive, uh, uh, you know, uh, farm either. And they, you know, they have fought before. Obviously, Feilang won back in two thousand and um, what was two thousand and eighteen. So, you know, I, I think. That one went to a decision. I, I feel like this one won't. I think there's going to be some big exchanges here. And um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll go with Firelink to win that one. I know, like I know people like giving me giving my picks. I'm not a big fan of giving my own picks, but I'll give them out anyway. Um, to me, maybe the standout fight on the card um, is the well, maybe not. Maybe 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 that's a bit harsh. I I think. Sorelli and Elliot is going to be fun as long as it lasts. I massively favour Sorelli to win this fight. I'll be interested to see, and check out the betting show this week, but I'll be interested to see what the betting lines are like. Um look, Elliot has that power that'll keep him in every fight. Uh he kicks like Wonderboy for a heavyweight. I've written in my notes. Power with his hands. But he, you know, sometimes if you kind of just wait on that, catch him, you can KO him. Um Mauro Sorelli seen and all now maybe he hasn't seen a Karateka at heavyweight but he has been in there with some of the best you know Carl Moore um who else has been in there Brandon Vera many many you know very very good fighters in the in the heavyweight division you know, Arjun Singh Buller um you know, who else? Amir Ali Akbari, you know, who he lost, uh, I suppose, last time out in, in maybe a, a shock to to some people. Um, and this is kind of a bounce-back fight, but I think he will bounce back here. Um, I, I just think the fact that he can circle well, jab well, and get inside and, you know, take his time getting inside, I think that's kind of exactly what you need to do against Paul Elliott. Uh, he rushed against... Who was it against Brandon vera and he ended up uh he ended up getting knocked out in uh in that fight and that's something I don't think he will make the same mistake about doing again um the ali Barry fight was a bit different you know and i it's, it's funny, like you're, what is he, 40 years of age now? It's Maybe there's too many losses coming and maybe it's his time, but I don't you know. I, I like Pauli. I love his style. I really like his style, but I don't know if it's the style that's going to beat Sorelli. So we'll, we'll see on that one. Um, and in the final MMA fight, or uh, the final and, and, and first MMA fight tonight, Blake Cooper against Manis Abevi. Uh, Cooper's only two fights into his career. I watched, um, there was one of them, Yvonne Cagewires. I watched that. He looks very strong good on the ground like when he gets when he got to the ground first in that fight
1: it it was like it was like i'm not
0: sure is this guy good on the ground i'm not sure he's kind of just waiting in a position but he was kind of i think he was just kind of putting his weight on a guy and he went once he moved once he started um um adjusting position once he got to choking he's like okay hold on this guy's actually really good on the ground he, You know, strong, he looks really strong Looks like he can hit that kind of straight left, right, down through the middle as well And as a 2 and off fighter fighting 6-1, uh, Abevi You know, he's going to have to because that uh, Abevi's a good fighter Brilliant uh, defensively with his movement, I would say with a very good head um, and footwork um, But he's a, a very kind of energy-draining fighter um, and his opponent's almost the opposite you know uh, I bet he's kind of wide open when tired he's a wild striker with flying knees and turning kicks really great combos he's fast he has a takedown in him he's uh, a win by I think he's a win by calf slicer as well trying there so honestly I don't know who's going to win I Alina Bevy based on um, based on he's had more fights I suppose he's more tested but I'm not sure at all who's going to uh, going to win this or, or if um you know, uh, Cooper can raise to that level, but we, we'll, you know, we'll see. That's why they fight, and uh, that's why you watch the fight So um, I will leave it there. It's it's going to be a very fun card to be honest. There are a lot of bangers on this, and um, a lot of important fights as well. So that's the reason why we tune in and watch MMA, isn't it? All right, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheen for Sherdog and I'll see you all next time.